Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what's going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. I'm the multi-hyphenated queen. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for clicking. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. I appreciate you coming back. So I saw the highly anticipated Scream 5 movie this week, and I want to do a little review for you. So what I would say about the whole film is that If you're a Scream fan, I would say it's a must-watch, but if you're not a Scream fan, I would really say it's not. It wasn't the most impressive movie in the world, but it was definitely very entertaining, and for what they had to work with for it being a fifth sequel or a fourth sequel to the Scream series, I think they did a pretty good job, and it's definitely worth your time if you're a fan, but if not... It really just connects to, like, the first movie and stuff like that. Don't go out of your way to watch it. It's not that amazing. But it's also pretty good. And if you're a fan, you'll really appreciate it. And if you did see it and you know who the killer is, I don't know if I was thrilled with who it it was. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but maybe, like, DM me and we can talk about it. I'm not sure it was the most perfect choice and their motive. I was like, what the fuck? So definitely DM me about that. But... Anyway, let's get to the lessons of the day. There's a lot going on, as you can probably see by the media this week. So the first lesson of the day is going to be the whole Kim, Kanye, Chicago birthday party and everything going on with that. The fact that Kanye West was locked out of it and his whole crusade on social media, telling everyone their personal business so he can get his fan support. We're going to talk about that. And then the second thing we're going to talk about is the fact that there's a new romance going on between Euphoria characters between um hunter schaefer and dominic fike in real life and it's very exciting they gave us some pda and people think they're a couple now and people they don't know how they feel if they love it if they hate it we'll get into all of that and then lastly what we're going to talk about is nick jonas and priyanka chopra divorce rumors they actually confronted the rumors and said something about it so we're going to get in and digest their whole response to the big divorce rumors going on around them and how it's affected their mental health and what they've said and everything so before we get into it, if you can just rate this podcast on Spotify, give it a five star, you're already here, or um, follow it on Spotify, you can leave us a five star on Apple Podcasts, leave a little review on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're streaming this, would be very much appreciated. And yeah, let's get into Pop Culture University. Take your seats. I watch four kids for like five hours today. I wear these easy boots everywhere, even in the shower today. I get love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids, I stop taking the credit. Not custodial dad, I bought the house next door. What you think the point of really being rich for? When you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and a ruler, y'all need to do some chores. Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top ramen out. God sent me from that crash. Just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Who? And my new bitch bad. I know Illuminati man. So I feel like the only thing in the media this week, besides Britney Spears and her irrelevant sister, is what's going on with Kanye, Kim, and Pete and Chicago West's fourth birthday party. And people are taking sides because either Kim and Pete or Kanye are lying. Someone's lying about what happened because there's two majorly different stories being told 
It's like a who done it, who is lying. So let's get into it. It started when Kanye dropped a song saying he's going to beat Pete Davidson's ass in the song, which I already played, but I can't believe he did. When I first heard that, I was like in the car coming back from somewhere and I was like, oh my God, I need to get home and make a TikTok about this right now. I cannot believe he did that. It's hard for Kanye to shock me. And here he goes. The song is called My Life Was Never Easy. Well, Kanye, you're not making it any easier by saying you're going to beat your ex-wife's boyfriend, boyfriend's ass in the song. Anyway, then when it came time for Chicago West's fourth birthday party earlier this week, even more drama unfolded. There's literally been a headline every few days with Kanye and Kim and Pete, basically the whole year and the whole last few months of 2021. So apparently, Kim did not invite Kanye to his own daughter's birthday party and would not give him the address to where they were celebrating. Hmm, kind of shady. This came from Kanye, who posted out a video about it on his Instagram, telling the world that he was not invited and was extremely upset because that because he thinks that that's very unfair and it would imprint in Chicago's mind that he wasn't there for her, you know, in her core memories as a child growing up and he didn't want to start that trend of Kanye not being invited to things, so he made his voice known now. I'm going to play the video. Yeah, I'm just wishing my daughter a public happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. There's nothing legal. They're saying that these are the kind of games that's being played. It's the kind of thing that really has affected my health for the longest. Uh, And I'm just not playing. I'm not letting... I'm taking control of my narrative this year. I'm being... The father, the best father, the yay version of a father, and I'm I'm not finna let this happen. And we're gonna be in real time. Take a slight right turn onto I right here, Chicago. Happy birthday! I love you. And he's been posting videos about really everything and doing more interviews because he said his New Year's resolution is to control his own narrative and not let E or Hulu control it. He said he's posting his personal life more because he needs his fans' support. Which actually, surprisingly, I don't know if you agree with me, I think is super smart and he should do that. Because think about it, if the Kardashians get to paint their side on their show that they're the executive producers of, he should be able to tell his side. So fuck yeah, Kanye. People say he's crazy for doing this, but if you think about it, it's a very rational thing to do. If his wife and their whole family gets to paint a picture how they want it on their show, he should be able to do the exact same thing. Like people say he's crazy, but I really just think he's a free thinker and I'm a Kanye supporter contrary to what people think i feel like on my tiktok people think i'm not a kanye supporter but i'm always on kanye's side even if he's doing something that is in bad taste like of course i don't agree with it but i'm always on team kanye i'm always wishing the best for him so i'm glad that he's kind of like taking the stand for himself but anyway kanye went on this rightful crusade to get to the party and he was calling all the kardashians trying to get the address and the people who were actually trying to help him get to the party were the kardashian men Tristan and Travis Scott, who eventually got him the address and allowed him to come. He knew where to go because of them, and he went to the party. But we're still not forgiving them. They're still disgraced, both of them, Tristan and Travis. Gross. (laughs) Anyway, he got to the house, and security had to stop him again. But since he was already there, Kylie Jenner just decided to let him in. And that, when he showed up in the backyard, that literally must have been the most awkward thing in the world like i don't even want to go to family parties where my family wants me there so showing up to where you were invited would be horrible he got there he spent her birthday with her he had that father-daughter moment 
you know, mission accomplished. Good for him. There was photos of him there. It, it didn't look that awkward. Like, it looked like everyone was just being cordial, like, having fun with him there. There's a photo of him, like, literally throwing Chicago into the piñata, like, strangling her waist, like, throwing her into the piñata, like, forcing her to have fun with him. Like, that's the moment he wanted. That's why he broke into this party. So I'm glad he got that super cute bonding moment. Um, But Kim Kardashian actually said about this whole situation that Kanye was lying. Kim said that she was shocked at Kanye's claims of saying that he was not invited. She said that she never would stop Kanye from seeing his kids and always makes every effort to give him full access to them. So, like, she was not making a security lock amount. She was not hiding the address. Kim said there were always two parties planned for Chicago. One that included the family, like the Kardashians and everything that was with Stormy. And then one that included just the um, immediate family with Kanye and everything. So he knew exactly why he wasn't invited and why he just wasn't sent the address. She said he wasn't locked out. He just wasn't sent the address. So he knew exactly why he wasn't invited. um, And he knew he would be able to spend her birthday with her later. So she didn't really know why he spoke out about that as if she locked him out of her one and only party and was being this like gatekeeping like disrespectful like mother who was keeping the father out of the picture that was just not the case and then we have even more conflicting information about what's going on with them because not only was Kanye kept from her party but he said he was also not allowed to enter Kim and his old house to drop off his kids after he picked them up from school because Pete Davidson was in the house very interesting right And he said that security would not let him enter the house at all anymore, which he thinks isn't right. He said he shows up at the door and security kicks him out. But like clockwork, Pete Davidson came out and said that that's a lie. Pete's sources said that that is not why he was not allowed in the house. And Pete has never even been in that house that he is that he's talking about. If Pete has spent time with any of the family, it's been outside of that house. Pete has never been in there. Also going against what Kanye said is that Kim source said that while he was turned away by security once at the house, it's because of a previous incident he had with coming over uninvited and several incidents in like that manner where it was just not comfortable when he just showed up uninvited. So Kim's source said that he can come over and see the kids whenever he wants. He just needs to schedule it and plan it out in advance. The quote says he can't just walk in without her permission anymore because Kim has the right to privacy and is trying to set healthy boundaries. So basically, someone was lying or the communication is just awful. But what it seems like is happening in terms of Kanye is I think that Kanye is just panicking that he's been like kicked out of the family and maybe assuming the worst when just small things happen. I feel like what's going on with him right now is he's just experiencing a lot of panic about the divorce and not seeing his kids anymore and like that he's not going to be there for them. So if anything small happens, he just freaks out. Like there seems to be a lot of miscommunication going on, but instead of speaking more or asking for more communication he panics and thinks he's being locked out of the house forever and then just posts about it which is sad and i think that may be happening or maybe kim just isn't giving him thorough communication and he feels like he needs to post to get his point across either way i hope they continue working on their boundaries that make everyone feel good and are fair and dandy and hunky dory and all that and apparently kim's response to all this was that she's just looking forward to the divorce being finalized (laughs) So anyway, what can we learn from all of this? Um, Communication is key here. Both people in a relationship owe each other good communication to sort through conflicts in a peaceful way and shouldn't resort to having to do other things to try to make the communication stronger. I don't know if Kim or Kanye either had the best communication, so they need to work on that and setting boundaries and making people follow them is very important and totally fair. 
And if people can't handle your boundaries, that's their problem because you're just respecting yourself by making them. There's a rumored new romance from the hottest show with the sexiest cast, Euphoria, and it may be a little unexpected. The rumor is that Hunter Schaefer, aka Jules, is in a relationship with Dominic Fike, aka Elliot. And here's why. Hunter Schaefer and Dominic Fike were seen holding hands, leaving dinner at Nice Guy in West Hollywood on Sunday, interlocking fingers, which is extremely intimate. They were fingering. Yeah. I'm not just about to do that with anyone. That's top tier hand holding position. So people were like, oh shit, they had a date. They held hands afterwards. Oh my God. And not only that, someone said to Dumois, that account on Instagram that like leaks um, like personal accounts of people encountering celebrities. Someone on uh, Dumois said, Dominic had a concert at Penn State and Hunter Schaefer was there because Dominic is also a musician. They had dinner with his team afterwards and they sat next to each other and were cozied up definitely think they're dating then photos of them came out taking selfies with fans at the concert so they were at the concert together and like spending the whole time backstage together and everything um and then yeah plus dumois has even gotten more tips about people seeing them in public apparently they went to nice guys a separate night last week that must be their favorite place or something um with jacob lrd and alexa damey nate and maddie from euphoria and were dancing and kissing that night all night First of all, imagine walking into a restaurant and seeing the cast of Euphoria, specifically the amazing time-traveling vampire, beautiful bad bitch, Alexa Damey. I would pass out so hard and just be knocked out worse than Nate after Fez fucked him up. So you guys, it seems like they're actually dating. It seems like there's another Euphoria couple, but this time from season two. Apparently uh, Zendaya and Jacob Ellardy dated for a bit in season one, but it didn't really last long. And it was just really cordial when they ended things and it was great. And they're just like friends after, but they did date. So now they're like the season two couple. And I'm not sure quite how I, f- I feel about it yet. I'm, I'm trying to picture them together for like full term, like Dominic and Hunter. But anyway, Dominic has not only, they've not only been seeing each other on person, but Dominic has been posting Hunter to his Instagram story. When Hunter went on uh, The Tonight Show, Dominic posted the video of Hunter like making her entrance and put like the heart emoji on the screen. And then not only that, but Dominic's mom posted a picture of Hunter's outfit from that day on her Instagram story with the blushing like smiley face emoji about her. Like, oh my God, you the, the, the mom is posting that's a big deal. Like my mom would not intervene like that unless it was a big deal. And I feel like neither would hers. I don't know. The mom is involved. Oh my God. Like, why is this so shocking to me? Um, did you, uh, uh, did you guys know that Dominic has a face tattoo? He seems so like sweet. He has two face tattoos. He seems like really sweet and soft spoken in the show, but he's like in a rock band in real life. and has like face tattoos. Like, one, you can already see in the show because I think he's had it for longer. It's right under his, like, right eye, and it's an apple with a little bite taken out of it. Like, the Apple iPhone. His face literally looks like an iPhone now. Like, he's the iPhone 14. And you can see it in the show. Honestly, it kind of goes well with the whole, you know, I go to Euphoria High kind of thing. Like, 
like, come on, like you need a face tattoo if you're a man who goes to Euphoria High. Um, and then he got another one like on the upper part of his forehead. It's like, I don't even know what it is to be honest, but it's bigger than the Apple one. Like his face is going to be covered in tattoo soon. And he's so cute. I don't know if I could ever do that. Like I'm sure Post Malone regrets it. And I'm sure that's what keeps six, nine insane. All their face tattoos. And oh my God, did you see Cardi B wants a face tattoo of her son's name? She tweeted about it. She wants her son's name, which by the way, I don't even know what her son's name is. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but she wants to get her son's name tattooed on her face. She better not. Bitch, she better be joking. You know that Nikki will clown her ass. Anyway, enough of me being judgmental. Back to Hunter and Dominic. Um, this would, you know, this would just be like Jules, her character, to fuck up Rue's life and cheat on her. I guess this is life imitating art. Well, I guess not because Jules is the one in the show that is worried that Rue is cheating on her with Elliot. So I guess it wouldn't be like their show where like Jules is fucking over Rue because Rue, Rue truly does not even like Elliot. So I guess I ship Hunter and Dominic. Zendaya's taken, so they're probably each other's like second choice. And they're just like, oh, whatever, we'll be with each other. Their characters haven't had much screen time yet, but they would definitely look cute together. And they like their looks definitely match each other. Their energies seem very much very much on the same level, like chill, but like a little angsty. They're both really artistic. Hunter's a drawer, Dominic's in a band. And they're both in Euphoria, so I guess they have, they have a decent amount in common. So good for them. Somebody on Twitter said, um, who's going to tell Zendaya about it? And it's a girl like shaking her head and like, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. But overall, like, Twitter seems to be here for it. Um, they haven't confirmed it yet, though, so don't get too excited. But I think it'll be a fun thing to talk about like as the weeks of Euphoria go on. I'm having so much fun watching this season. Like, it's so good. People were saying episode two wasn't as good as episode one. But like, no, it was so good. Like, every episode is truly a cinematic masterpiece with so much drama and sexiness and uh I'm having the best time. So um, what I truly think is going on to like wrap up Hunter and Shafe, Hunter and Dominic, what I truly think is going on is that they're not really dating yet. I just think they're having fun and getting to know each other and being excited and things like that. Um, it doesn't seem to be at a relationship level as they just started to be seen together. So we'll see how things go and hope we get more content from them. And I'll keep you all updated for sure. This makes this should literally make watching a show like 10 times more interesting now. So so what can we learn from this? The best way to get a boyfriend is to work on the same television show as them. <laughs> Life imitates art and co-stars usually end up dating, but, uh, you know, also breaking up and never really last long. So I think what we can actually learn is to maybe have fun obsessing over them, but do not get attached because they're not going to last very long. They could be together. You know, Hollywood couples can be together one week, not together the next week, and they probably won't be together very long. But it'll be fun while it lasts. So, so go make a Hunter and Dominic couple page. One of Hollywood's most A-list and extremely sexy, gorgeous, can't stress enough how gorgeous this couple is, Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Nick Jonas have been hit with divorce rumors. 
And with 2022 already tearing so many couples apart, this startled fans. Okay, so let's get into it. So throughout the last year, there was a consistent rumor that things weren't going well with Nick and Priyanka and that maybe they were keeping it on the down low to avoid divorce rumors. But then in November, Priyanka, not so down low and not so subtly, changed her name on Instagram from Priyanka Chopra Jonas to just Priyanka Chopra. And that was like the pebble in the water that like caused a tsunami. And that made things seem very real to all the fans. And the fans were not happy about that. And they instantly thought they were getting a divorce. Like that was the confirmation that they needed. And I know Priyanka is a little older, but I think even she should know how official it is to do something like that on Instagram. And no doubt the fans were going to go crazy saying that they were getting a divorce and that it was official and all that because they really just saw her change her last name back and thought it was over like who changes their last name back on instagram and if she didn't know how serious it was she does now because priyanka chobra just opened up about the day she decided to change her name to priyanka chobra on instagram and how rough that day was for her she actually opened up about how anxiety inducing it is to be a celebrity on social media into a magazine about this whole situation who will get um their every tap and update analyzed by millions of people relentlessly She said, it's a very vulnerable feeling, actually, that if I post a picture, everything that's behind me in that picture is going to be zoomed in on and people are going to speculate. It's just a professional hazard. Yeah, that I mean, that aspect of social media and of your photo being zoomed in on and overanalyzed and everything you update on being overanalyzed is definitely scary. Like, imagine just 20 people zooming in on your Instagram. That's very scary. Now imagine millions of people doing that. That would worry me a lot. I I don't even think I would have like the nerve to post anymore if I knew people were going to analyze every inch of the photo. Do you guys remember that photo of Ariana Grande in 2013 where like people zoomed in on the back and people thought that there was a black dildo laying on the floor in the back and she had to be like, what the fuck? That was not a dildo at all. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, it'd be so scary. And I would just overanalyze everything and overthink and like rip my hair out before I post. And I don't think a lot of people could handle that. So... I definitely feel for her. So uh, to continue her thoughts about that day and how anxiety-inducing it was to like have divorce rumors splattered all over the world, uh, she said, because of the noise of social media, because of the prevalence that it has in our lives, I think it seems a lot larger than it is. I think we give it a lot more credence in real life, and I don't think it needs that, referring to social media. Uh, I mean, she definitely has a point there that people give social media more credence in life than we do, you know, just actually real life. Like someone can post something innocent that makes it seem like a couple is breaking up, but they could actually be together every single day in real life and we would have no idea. People just take social media way more seriously. For example, like Noah and Dixie, I know it's a dumb example, but they made a rule about like not posting together as much for some reason or something. And I literally thought they were broken up for the longest time, but apparently they like live together. They just like don't post together anymore. Um, So while I do agree with her saying that people put too much importance on social media, I think as a celebrity that, you know, that kind of, you need to understand that it's not that hard to just update your fans in a subtle way about what's going on with your relationship. Social media doesn't have to be the sale end all, but you can definitely give us little hints that you're together if you're already aware how people might react to little hints that you're broken up. Do you know what I mean? Because like we see paparazzi photos of you and we know that you're dating. So I just think it's just posting a photo for your fans who love you guys and want to know that you're dating and, you know, continue being fans is really easy. And I think it's a necessary part of how the world communicates today. People want to act like social media is not important, that it's just this like frivolous thing that you shouldn't have to update your life on. But I think 
it's just how the world communicates today. And if you're not already on board with that and getting used to posting on social media, I think you should because that's kind of just the direction the world is going, especially as a celebrity. I know it's maybe annoying for people or like the older crowd, but you just have to get with the times. Like, And in Priyanka's case, like, girl, you posted 7 million photos of your $2 billion three-day wedding. So you can post one thing to make fans feel better after you change your last name. So I do agree with her that people rely on social media too much, but I think it's also just easy to avoid rumors like that by learning how to post smart. Maybe she needs a social media manager or something. Um, (laughs) Nick responded to, he said, we both know that public life is something that comes with what we do, but we've set real boundaries around our personal lives, our privacy, and worked really hard to create a little safe haven for ourselves with our friends and family. Yeah, I mean, I think Nick hit it on the head. He knows public life is something they have to deal with, but they could save a lot for just themselves and their families which is what they should do. They should just find that balance. They don't need to be a Kardashian and film their whole lives, but a little selfie stick action wouldn't hurt. And letting fans know you're not divorced after dropping his last name from your Instagram would be a little appreciated, Priyanka. So what can we learn from this? Um, Social media shouldn't be the main thing we look to for updates in our friends, families, or celebrities' lives, but posting a little bit to reassure everyone in this day and age is really necessary, I think, and goes a long way. Uh, A lot of how we communicate these days is through these apps, So get with it and don't be weird and ominous on social media either and try to worry your family, okay? Anyway, good luck to Nick and Priyanka. I hope you don't actually get divorced and please adopt me. Alright, well thank you for tuning in to Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a good time hanging out with me and learned something. So let's review what we learned from Kim and Kanye and the whole Chicago West birthday party thing. We learned that setting healthy boundaries is good for you and if people don't respect them, that's their problem and that communication is key in relationships to avoid big blowups like that. From um, Hunter and Dominic we learned... Hollywood couples are fun to obsess over but don't get attached just because euphoria is everyone's favorite thing to talk about right now and obsess over does not mean that they are going to be together next week so have fun with them this week but they're probably not going to last and then lastly from nick and priyanka we can learn that social media shouldn't be the most important thing in our lives but it's really important to update your loved ones on what's going on in social media because it is how we communicate these days in a huge way like it or not anyway (laughs) thank you for tuning in i hope you had the best time before you go if you could just rate us on Spotify, give us a five star, follow us. You don't miss any episodes, Apple Podcasts, five star, all of that. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming. I hope you have the best rest of your day and I love you. And thank you for coming to Pop Culture University. Class dismissed. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards.